0: I want to get you out the door with every result from every league in under 15 minutes so that you're more informed about what's going on in the world of sports. Hey, TJ, what's going on? I'm Chandler, and this is Tiger Beat Sports. Hey, everybody, I'm Chandler Sports, and this is The Sport Report. And I'm Chandler, and this is Tiger Beat Sports. Welcome to a special edition of this all crazy sports newscast broadcasting from somewhere in the United States. Hit it, Blaze. This is The Sport Report. Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. Hey everybody, I'm Chandler with Sports and this is the Sport Report. It's time to get you caught up on what's happening in the world of sports. This is Top of the Order. This is Top of the Order. Our top story comes from Marlins Park in Miami, where the L.A. Dodgers defeat the Miami Marlins 15-1. The Dodgers had six home runs in this game, but that's not the top story. The top story here is that the Dodgers became the first team in Major League Baseball history to score 15 or more runs in a Major League game while only having two or fewer singles in the game. Pretty incredible, huh? They win by two touchdowns, mostly in part because they scored two in the top half of the sixth, four in the top half of the seventh, one in the top half of the eighth, and four in the final frame to win 15-1. to Fifteen other games on the Major League Baseball calendar, including a doubleheader between the Houston Astros and Chicago White Sox. Let's hit it. Carlton Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there. Little roller up along first. Behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight in the midst winning. Touch them all, Joe. Toe Brown. Fight Piazza. Jeter backhands from the outfield. grass. man Now from Major League Baseball. As we mentioned, double-header day between the Astros and the White Sox. In the first game, the Astros defeat the White Sox 6-2. Zach Granke improves to 12-4 with a 3.08 ERA for the Astros. George Springer also had a home run in this game. In the second half of the double-header, the White Sox defeat the Astros 4-1 to earn a split in the double-header. Nova pitched a complete game in this one. He went the distance all nine innings. He improved to 8-9 on the season. He only allowed four hits and one earned run. York Yankees 8, Baltimore Orioles 3. The Yankees defeated the Orioles for the 15th consecutive game, and they also beat the Dodgers as the first team to 80 wins in Major League Baseball, but they only beat the Dodgers by 46 minutes, and yes, we did the math. Domingo Germán improves to 16-2 with a 3.96 ERA for the Yankees. DJ LeMahieu is no longer the league leader in batting average. We'll get to that in just a second. He still is batting 337 on the year for the Yankees. The first baseman came over from the Colorado Rockies in the offseason. And so far, he's putting up an MVP-type season in the American League. So who did LeMahieu get overtaken by? Well, that would be none other than Pirates rookie... Brian Reynolds, who's batting 338 on the season. And just for historical reference, no Major League rookie—Reynolds is a rookie— has ever led the major leagues over the course of a season in batting average. He's not gone on to win the batting title at the end of the season. To qualify for the batting title, you have to have at least three and a half plate appearances per game. And currently he is qualified, so is Lemayhew and a bunch of other players. But those are the top two in the majors, as Reynolds is batting 338 and LeMahieu is batting 337. The Pirates would go on to defeat the Angels 10 to 7. Josh Bell had a two-run home run in this one. Trevor Williams improves to 5 and 5 for Pittsburgh. Taylor Cole falls to 2-4 for the Halos. Felipe Vasquez gets his 22nd save of the year for the Pirates. It's his third save in 51 days, though. That dates back to June 23rd. We mentioned that the Dodgers were 46 minutes late to getting their 80th win. Well, they defeated the Marlins 15-1, as we said in top of the order. Boston Red Sox 7, Cleveland Indians 6. This one took 10 innings. For the Indians, it's their third consecutive 10-inning game. For the Red Sox and Indians, it's their second consecutive 10-inning game. Brandon Workman improves to 9-1 on the season for the Red Sox. Andrew Kashner gets his first career save. He was moved to the bullpen yesterday morning by manager Alex Cora. Rafael Devers becomes the first player in modern history since 1900 to have a 6-for-6 game and hit four doubles as part of those six hits. It's his second career 5-for-5 or better game. All coming with the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox blew a 6-1 lead. It started to come unraveled in the bottom half of the 6th inning when the Indians put 2 on. Then they put 2 more in in the 7th. One more in the bottom half of the 9th. Almost gave Red Sox fans a fright. But Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a go-ahead home run in the top half of the 10th to save the Red Sox in this game. Chris Sale became the fastest pitcher to 2,000 strikeouts in his career. He did so in 1,626 innings. The previous record holder was a former Red Sox player by the name of Pedro Martinez, who did so in 1,711 and one-thirds innings. Philadelphia Phillies 4, Chicago Cubs 2. JT Realmuto had two RBI for the Phillies in this game, including his 16th homer of the year in the bottom of the 5th and a double in the bottom half of the 7th. That turned into Realmuto moving to 3rd as Nicholas Castellanos tried to throw home to get Andrew Knapp out at the plate, but he couldn't do so. Jose Quintana only pitched 6 innings, but he got 14 strikeouts. He's the second Cubs player in history to have 14 or more strikeouts in 6 innings or less of work. Kerry Wood also did it in 2000, but believe it or not, it was not a part of his 20 strikeout game. That came in 1998. Still the most strikeouts in a 9-inning game. He only allowed 1 hit in the game as well. We're talking about Kerry Wood's 20 strikeout game. Jose Quintana pitched 6 innings and as we said, struck out 14 batters. He only allowed 5 hits and an earned run. Washington Nationals, 3, Cincinnati Reds, 1. Joe Ross improves to 3-3 on the season for the Nationals. Alex Wood falls to 1-1 for the Reds. Toronto Blue Jays, 3, Texas Rangers, nothing. Lance Lynn falls to 14-8 with a 3.54 ERA for the Rangers. Ken Giles gets his 16th save of the year for the Blue Jays. Seattle Mariners 11, Detroit Tigers 6. Matthew Boyd falls to 6-9 on the season for the Tigers. Kyle Seager had three home runs in this game, including six RBI for the Mariners. Seager's third home run came in the top half of the ninth inning when two Tigers outfielders collided, and instead of catching the ball, they pulled a Jose Canseco and sent the ball over the wall. That technically counts as an outfield assist and also counts as Seager's 13th homer of the season. Mariners win by 5. Atlanta Braves 5, New York Mets 3. Ronald Acuna Jr. hit his 34th homer of the season for the Braves. The reigning NL Rookie of the Year is having a wonderful season once again. Max Fried improves to 14-4 with a 3.99 ERA for the Braves. Zach Wheeler falls to 9-7 for the Mets. Mark Blanson gets his second save of the season for Atlanta. Minnesota Twins 7, Milwaukee Brewers 5. Marco Gonzalez hit a go-ahead home run in the top half of the 8th inning, and it would prove to be a winning 3-run home run for the Twins. They trailed 5-4 at the time, and had they lost, they would fall further behind the Indians in the AL Central. At the time of Gonzalez's home run, the Brewers led the Twins 5-4, and the Indians were tied with the Red Sox 6 apiece in the top half of the 10th. Then Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a go-ahead home run in the 10th for the Red Sox, and soon after, Marco Gonzalez hit his three-run home run for the Twins. The Twins now lead the Indians by half a game in the AL Central. Drew Pomerantz falls to 2-10 for the Brew Crew. Sergio Romo, no relation to Tony Romo, gets his 19th save of the year for the Twins. In a battle of Missouri, St. Louis Cardinals 2, Kansas City Royals Nothing. Jack Flaherty improves to 6-6 with a 3.52 ERA for the Cardinals. Carlos Martinez gets his 13th save of the year for St. Louis. The Royals only had 4 hits against the Cardinals pitching staff. San Francisco Giants 3, Oakland Athletics 2. Madison Bumgarner improves to 8-7 with a 3.63 ERA for the Giants. He struck out 9 athletic batters in 7 innings. Brett Anderson falls to 10-8 for the A's. Will Smith had a tough time in the bottom half of the ninth inning. He had bases loaded against the A's in the top half of the ninth. He was pitching for the Giants. That was with one out. He then got the second out, and then got the third out. He threw over 30 pitches, which for a closer is not supposed to happen. They're supposed to throw 20 or less to get his team the win. The top half of the ninth inning alone took 22 minutes, but the Giants get the win in the Battle of the Bay. Tampa Bay Rays 7, San Diego Padres 5. The Rays took the lead in the top half of the 7th when they scored 3 runs. The Padres tried to get one back in the bottom half of the 8th, but it wouldn't be enough. Emilio Pagan gets his 13th save of the season for the Rays. And in the final game of the night, Arizona Diamondbacks 9, Colorado Rockies 3. Jeff Hoffman falls to 1-4 on the season for the Rockies. He replaced original starter John Gray, who is out with an injury. Gray's original catcher, Chris Iannetta, was DFA'd, or designated for assignment, meaning unless he's picked up off of waivers within the next week, he will become a free agent. If he is picked up off of waivers, he will go onto that team's 25-man roster and be eligible to play for them immediately, or he can be sent to their minor league system. The new catcher that was called up came in from AAA Albuquerque. His name is Dom Nunez and he also became the first Rocky since Trevor Story in 2016 to hit a home run as his first major league hit. He's the seventh Rocky to do so. Nunez also threw out a runner in this game. Pretty good start for the young major leaguer. 2019, the year of the young major leaguer. That's the sport report for Wednesday, August 14th, 2019. For now, I'm Thanks for tuning into the Sport Report today. We'll be back tomorrow with the latest in sports. Do you want to contact Channel Sports or members of the Sport Report team? Visit sportreportcws.com. This podcast is copyrighted by the Sport Report for viewers to understand sports from a news reporting basis. Any other use of this podcast, Sport Report logos, or anything associated with this podcast without the express written consent of Channel Sports is strictly prohibited.